All right. This is our third podcast since we've been back. Kind of crazy to think that. Like, I thought we'd have stopped already. I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> it's a streak. you got to keep it up. we got a streak. It's, it's really easy to do when we're around E3, which is what we're going to be. Last podcast, we made predictions. In this podcast, we're going to talk about E3 and just gaming in general. And then, of course, I just want to give a plug to our Mario Marathon, which is less than a month away, July 17th to the 24th for St. Jude. Yeah, um, you. Yeah. And we've the last got... time we actually did three podcasts in the same year? Uh, 2009 or 10? 2000 and late. I think it was 2010. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. We're on a roll, though. Speaking of a roll, we've got Baltus, Jamie, yeah. and Rob. Yeah, we're yeah. rolling, 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 rolling. What? That's old school. 2000, <laughs> 2001. I don't know when that was. So I guess, yeah, we're going to give our opinions on E3 conferences, favorites and stuff. And so, yeah, what was overall thought? What did y'all think of E3 this year compared to some, some of years past? Who wants to, to kick it off? I... Meh. 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 <laughs> Oh, no, dear. I'm lying. I'm lying. I had to, I had to, it was not meh. It was it was a, it was a good solid E3. Yeah. I think it's the best one's been for a few years. Yeah, this is the best one I can remember like for a while since maybe like PS3 and Xbox 360 were in their heyday. I think it's yeah. I also think it's the best of this like generation so far. It's hard to beat those E3s whenever you know know the new generations coming out, yeah. and it's just like you know when they had like PS4 and Xbox One, and then the Wii U one. Those are good because they're you know yeah. selling new hardware. Yeah, those are good because you get to see like the new console for the first time, but you don't really get to learn a whole lot about it. Like they just show it off. Yeah, usually I feel there's like we learned a lot the C3. Yeah, for me, well, I guess this is kind of skipping ahead, but should we go into like which what conference we enjoyed like the most? Yeah, um, don't make don't make me edit this thing. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't no need to. The my favorite of of all of them. I thought they were all they all held their own. I'm not. I'm excluding the, uh, the whatever PC the show. Not the it was okay, but the what, what would you call those the third party? I don't would third party the developer the developer conferences. Oh, okay, yeah, excluding those, but of the main three, I enjoyed all of them. I enjoyed the most. I think I, I really liked Sony it's the best. Yeah, I thought it was Sony the came best. to play. Woo. They had um, the most wow moments. Yeah, yeah. maybe and that's the biggest. What got me. The absolute biggest wow moment was Sony's. <laughs> The Final Fantasy VII, or actually, yeah, you know, what, what could it be? Be Final Fantasy VII, Shimu, or like Last Guardian? Went back and yeah. listened, and the crowd lost their stuff more at Final oh, Fantasy VII than uh, yeah, more than, than they did at Shenmue. Yeah, I, I mean, they were pretty excited for Shenmue and The Last Guardian, but yeah. Final Fantasy VII, just everyone was that crowd was roaring. Uh, since I brought up Shinmu, I know that we've talked about this a lot, kind of amongst ourselves in the in our in our mumble. 
how do you guys feel? I know it's a hot topic on the internet, like of how they did are doing Shinmu with like the Kickstarter and kind of you know how that was unveiled. In case y'all didn't know, so essentially yeah. they they did a a brief trailer that showed the de- the developer. I don't want, I kind of butcher his name, but the dev just basically said that they're going to be making uh, Shinmu three, and then they did a countdown to the Kickstarter, um, and this was at Sony's conference. And the controversial thing about it is, um, some people were getting the impression that, like the the people, the everybody, the consumers were the ones that were going to be funding the game, that it was going to be uh, only funded by you know them. But then again, the goal was I think two million, with the stretch goals going up to four million. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, the first Shinmu costs around like forty five million, is what I'm reading. And so a lot of people are like, how is that possible? Well, we're learning now that, you know, Sony's going to be helping contribute that and possibly other outside uh, uh, investors. So, yeah, what are y'all guys' yeah. thoughts? I'm uh, 100% okay with it. That was Cleo making noise. What are you doing, Cleo? <laughs> um, but uh, I think with a game like this size, like, if so many people are asking for it, kind of like it's a good way to engage with the community to see like how much they want this game plus i think it makes them feel more involved in like the process it's like free advertising in a way i don't feel that e3 is the place for a kickstarter advertisement i'm excited for the game i i just i do not i know e3 is a marketing event Essentially, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's basically what it was, though. I don't yeah. think that I don't know. It just feels very out of place. It's. I mean, everybody's there to sell their game. So, yes, I mean, yes, absolutely. It is weird, um, in a way, but I I'm don't think I'm three is the place for them to ask me for money up front. For a game that's not released yet, that's well, not even well, for see. sure coming. What, what if they were going to do instead of Final Fantasy VII? Like, what if they were going to kickstart Final Fantasy VII? Would that be something I, that you were interested in? No, I, oh, because damn it. the well, you screwed up my analogy. <laughs> <laughs> because the interest is to me for a game like Shenmue Three, for a game like Final Fantasy VII, the fan interest is very obviously there. And if the developer uh, doesn't have faith in the product yeah. already, then... But is it with a game like Shenmue? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Shenmue, uh, Shenmue. Among the people I know, yes. But I, I, I don't know. The greater world at large, I can't say. I don't, I don't blame them for wanting to gauge interest on in Shenmue just because that was the problem with the series in the first place is that it just had kind of a... I mean, it didn't sell low interest at the time. Yeah, yeah. It, it just didn't. It never made its its money back. So I, I, I could and see Sony. Nowadays, with games having to make so much money to be able to like be profitable or anything like that, I don't know if that's the case with Shinmu because I don't know the size of the team. But I think we're gonna see a crapload more stuff like this. Like you kind of gotta get the game out there before like you even start working on it. It seems like. And what I'm okay with, at least with Kickstarter, when you're, it's essentially, not essentially, because you can pay for more and you get extra things, so you're not just paying for the game, but if you wanted to, even though you don't have, I mean, you're not, all you're getting is a pitch from the developers, 
but you're at least you're getting the game for it. It's not like you're just throwing money at to to to, it, to make the game happen. You're also getting the finished product. But yeah. if the project is successful, which this has a big publisher like Sony backing it, um, but there is no guarantee even if it gets funded with, with that. Does the money go back to the? Yeah, I thought that's uh, how that worked. No, no. Uh, even if it gets funded, there's no guarantee that the project will be successful. So what happens so if the Kickstarter could you just... lose the? You could lose your money. Yeah, that's why I didn't like it being in E3. There were. Well, some... I think this is a different case than that, though. Yeah, See... probably because of Sony's backing. Yeah. Sony is pledging the extra money. We're not gonna. I'm not saying we'll run into that issue here, but it is an issue with any kickstarted game. Wait. So what happens in those situations? So couldn't just the company just make a really awesome pitch and people sue? Okay. It's happened before. It has happened before. But there are like repercussions. Like you can't just yeah. You just can't do it. Oh, thing failed. Y'all don't get your money. You you don't get your money back. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'd be like, well, uh, it failed, and we spent all the money, so we're sorry. Like, I yeah. did say that, but I saw something about, uh, there's, like, some Kickstarter campaign now to bring, uh, or to, like, get awareness out there that people want Half-Life 3, which is the most ridiculous thing of all time. It's a Kickstarter three to raise a, a Kickstarter to raise awareness for Half Life three. Yeah, it's like, like we want Half Life three is the name of the freaking like is the name Support of the Kickstarter. Like, oh my god, get away from me with that! I I just I think I mean I would be pissed if it were a game like you know Half Life three or something, but it's not. It's like shit move. If like if this were Nintendo doing it, it would be like Mother or something yeah. like that. I'm telling you, I would pay lots of money in a Kickstarter if they were to bring, like, Silent Hills back or something. Yeah, if it's for a project which which has, you know, something around it that's got doubt behind it, I I mean, I think it's a legitimate method to, to, to gauge interest. I know people think that's, like, a crock or it's just, like, a front that they're lying, but I don't think so. It... I'm not I mean, really it could like be. A... I mean, they in the future. I think it could be that could be something people. But for Shinmu, I legitimately believe that they were saying if you want if you want the game made, you're going to have to prove to us that there is a want out there, just like Bloodstain did. And I don't know. I think that's legitimate. And I'm not saying in the future though. It, I mean, I can see how there's going to it's going to be tough to draw that line. And Kickstarter now has blurred that line, so I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see over the next few years. It was just really weird, and it seemed so out of place, but I guess yeah. those are just the times. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah, and I definitely understand it, it seems, because it is like you're on a uh, one of the big three, big three, you know, Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony, you're on the yeah. stage, you're thinking it's an announcement that Sony's going to... Which they are, but it's not just that. It's we want you to. It's but you've gotta. You have to give us the money, or it's never gonna happen. Yeah, which like, to be well, fair, 
two million. I mean, I know that seems like a lot, which two million is a lot of money, uh, but it's it's not really. Yeah, not in the Kickstarter world, which is crazy to say. Yeah, cause With even, a game, big title like this, like if it was just some out of nowhere game asking for two million, then that would be difficult. Yeah, maybe it was it were... the perfect place to unveil the Kickstarter. Honestly, I mean it. it yeah, I think it, it seems, was. It, it it seems like both the wrong place and the absolute right place, and I guess it just seemed like the wrong place because it's never been done before. You're always showing us games that have backing, have developers. You're not asking us to pay for a game just so that it will get made so we can buy it again. Yeah. Like like it or not, I think it was a genius marketing move. Like, oh yeah. Something that like I would study in like PR campaigns if I was still in college. Yeah, it does it seems like a good case study, especially once it's all yeah, said and done. Exactly. Uh, do y'all think this will be a trend? Like, do you think next E3 we're going to... I mean... Oh, they... I don't know. <laughs> I hope not. I don't know if it'll happen at E3, but possibly at, like, Gamescom or something. I I think it'll happen again next year. I'm just going to make that prediction now. And I also could see it happening at the Game Awards show that Jeff Keighley does now. Um, I could see it happening. I could see there. that happening, but I think if it happens too often, people are going to be like, "Okay, another yeah. one of these." Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, since we're on the topic of of Sony, we it's funny because we brought up a lot of different things during our prediction podcast, and we would bring yes, them we up. Did. And, we, <laughs> and but we like. Even though we weren't like sure about Last Guardian, we brought it up. And They're not going to mention Last Guardian. <laughs> yeah. That game is Did anyone say that they were? I don't know. I, I think we joked about it. Like, oh, they'll never yeah. mention this. I'll have to listen I think I said there yeah. was a chance. <laughs> Listeners, call us out on it if we... Uh... <laughs> got yeah. it right or if we got it dead wrong it's just like there's no way they're gonna talk about that game they opened up the conference with it which is the really cool part we're gonna take predictions about if they talk about last guardian next year oh they definitely will, right? <laughs> but, did they say that they're planning on releasing next year i think they said 2016 2016 yeah yeah um, right i'll believe it <laughs> when it's in my playstation 4 yeah, that looked uh, cool though. I I liked the demos that they showed. Like the guy, the kid yelling, kind of got annoying after a little while. But I'm not going to be able to play the game. I, I my my oh, dog, yeah, your dog. <laughs> my TV over. Like Eddie was going absolutely crazy at that huh. demo. You don't think maybe he would get used to it after? Uh he still barks at Eddie. Barks at. Every animal and um, non-white person on the television. I don't know why, but he hates animals and people. Oh, Eddie. And then when he barks, Cadence thinks, oh gosh, I have to help defend my family. Um, (laughs) Apparently there was a part, like, before... Like, what we saw in the gameplay, like, little puzzle part or whatever, where you, like, first meet the, I don't know what they're calling, the last guardian or whatever that creature was. That weird griffin dog thing. Yeah, the griffin puppy. 
It was so weird looking. There were parts in that, like, gameplay. It was like, is he about to try to kill that dog? <laughs> like, when he was, like, running on the log. Or oh, yeah, like, with the, the log was in front of him. And yeah. I kept funny. thinking that the log was going to fall down and sweep the thing off. <laughs> it's like, what's he doing? Hope he can fly with those tiny wings. That does uh, look neat, though. I'm going to get that game for sure. Oh, gosh, when yes. it comes out. <laughs> What about what was the the Sony game the open world um, was it Horizon or whatever where she's like hunting yeah uh, these high robot, robot dinosaurs they're getting, they're getting yeah cool. like a lot of people say it looks too generic but I'm gonna play the crap out of the game because we've got a lot of games about robot dinosaurs uh, <laughs> I don't know I, I thought it that was my favorite. Like new IP that yeah. was shown at the out of all the. I like that one a lot, and I, I like the one. Oh, we didn't really get to see gameplay of the Microsoft one or whatever. Crap, I forgot the name of it. Recore, yeah, that looked cool. But yeah, this yeah. Rising game looks really, really good, and I think the story in it's going to be pretty awesome too. But that who's the trailer. dev? Who's the dev on that? Ooh, it's right. somebody we know. Yeah, on see. Horizon. As Sorry. everyone rushes to Google. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Gorilla. Oh, Gorilla. awesome. What have they made? Killzone. Uh, Killzone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Which, so, I didn't play the first three Killzones, but I did play the PS4 and Vita Killzone. So, I played the one on PS3, the launch game or whatever. It was really good. All I know of Gorilla are two mediocre, very, very mediocre, lackluster games. Uh, Killzone on PS4 was a very pretty game, uh, but everything about the actual gameplay and story was really generic. That that was generic. The Vita oh, game yeah. was even worse, and the controls were... Uh, well, the thing with Killzone is, I think they kind of like started what we call generic now. Like Killzone Three, I think it was Killzone Three, the first one for the PS4 was like a super awesome FPS, and they were doing a lot of things that like hadn't been done before because the tech wasn't there. So By I the think way, maybe they're just trying to like, I don't know, do better what they've already done. JD's last name in my phone contacts, I have him in here as his last name Hellgast. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't gonna bother trying to spell it, so I was just like, ah, Hellgast, that works. JD Hellgast, I like it. I just like it's got kind of uh, so I don't know I know that you're hunting these robot monster things, but I wonder if it's kind of got like because uh, it looks like it's like an open world and that's what I've been reading about it, it that it's gonna be in two. Is it gonna have like a monster hunter type feel where you're taking some of these um, I, or materials off of this and then using it to, you know, craft your arm or, or make armor yeah, or make anything. That could be cool. At first I thought it was, because at first they're uh, showing like what looked to be uh, native tribes or something, and I'm like, is this some kind of Native American survival game or something? And then all of a sudden it's robot dinosaurs and stuff, and I'm like, what the yeah. heck? And the main character is wearing some kind of armor and has this cool-looking bow. And Yeah, I can't wait to find out more about the story. The story. Like... Uh, yeah, it was very intriguing, the stuff they were talking about.
got kind of a, a tech versus environment type vibe story. Yeah, and uh, it's like Avatar. They turned on humanity or something like that. That could be cool. It's like yeah. they made Robot Jurassic Park. Yes. Is there any other? Um, no, no other things. big moments. No, none I'm at sorry. all. Not during not, Sony. Not mm, none that Final I can Fantasy think of. Seven, maybe. Just, just the thing that made me weep. <laughs> yes. Also, talk about with the Final Fantasy. Did you read that they're actually in? I'm totally cool with this, but they're, uh, you know, everything's on the table as far as like there's saying there's not going to be added cool characters, but Good. combat. Could, is going to possibly change. I think they said guarantee that they will be changing. I'm cool with Good. that type of stuff. We've had enough ports of Final Fantasy VII. I want. Yeah. I want to. I mean, the story. I want to stay the same for the most part. Uh, they can kind of flesh out everything, take stuff from maybe the movies and Crisis Core because you know we've got more lore concerning all these characters now. And we I can, think yeah. they confirmed uh, that they will be adding things from that expanded universe to okay, cool. try to That's make good. it make more sense and tie in better. Yeah, because they can still keep the main, like, story whilst expanding, like, on all these things that have come out since. Ares still yeah. will die, you know. A guy I work Spoilers. with, man, I well, hope we whoa, whoa, whoa. Ares Spoilers. this time. And I'm like, uh, no, that is very crucial to Cloud's yeah, development. That's the main now. part of the game as well, too. So if they, like, cut that, that would be ridiculous. What if you had the choice? Yeah, that could oh, be cool. A choice could be interesting. But um, I hope not. What's going to be crazy is this is going to be some some kids like first time playing Final yeah, Fantasy 7. Exactly. And they're going to hate it. They're going to think it's the dumbest Final Fantasy game ever. <laughs> I think you if know, they like, redo the combat and everything, it'll be pretty it'll be a good Final Fantasy game. I'm with Rob on we've had enough re-releases. You know, they just re-released the... Yeah, they just re-released the PC version. Uh, They're bringing that to PS4. And are they bringing that to PC? Or to PS3? Or just PS4? They're bringing it out on iOS, for crying out loud. The HD re- yeah, remastered thing. So there's definitely, if people want turn-based combat, if people want the same systems, if people want the same game, they have the ability. Uh, yeah. They they have the ability to go back and do that. Um, you know, it's available on PSN, so you can get it on your PS3 or your Vita or your PSP. It's coming to PS4. It's coming to iOS. Maybe Android. There's definitely. Lots of ways to play it. So this being a remake, and I love that they highlighted the word remake after the trailer. Uh, yep. They specifically said in interviews afterwards, it's a remake. We are not just going to, you can't just up the graphics and call it a remake. <laughs> yeah. I hope, listen, when I played Final Fantasy XV's demo, my first thought was, I know I've told all of these guys this in Mumble, but my thought was, anytime I imagine a Final Fantasy VII remake, 
what I was imagining was this final what I'm playing in Final Fantasy 15 just the scope of the world the size of the summons um nice I I'd, I'd probably be okay with the battle system being like that yeah, I hope they do change the battle system, because they've come so far, like, in the series, like, evolving the battle system. It would be kind of dumb just to, like, go back to what they did in Final Fantasy VII. As they've evolved the battle system, fans have kind of revolted against it. This is terrible. Every game is worse than yeah, the last game now. They but... say that, but, like, would they really want to go back and, like, play those other battle systems? I don't know. Like Final Fantasy 13, everyone says Final Fantasy 13 is so terrible because it's a giant I tunnel. Final <laughs> Fantasy 10 was also a giant tunnel. I think you you could go backwards in the tunnel in 10 better than you could in 13, but it was still a very linear tunnel. Um, yeah. But the game doesn't get any slack for that. 12 has one of the or or yeah, ten two has one of the best battle systems of the series, and that game is just universally panned. Which one? Twelve. Ten two. Oh, 10-2. twelve. Because I recently played. Well, last year I went through twelve on. I streamed it, and I loved that game. Um, I didn't beat it the first time I played it, so it was really my first time playing it and beating it, and it was fantastic. I loved the battle system. To me, I would be okay if the new games, 15 and the new 7, take elements uh, from 13 and 12's battle system in that you mainly control the main character, and then you can decide how the AI works on the other characters. I'm okay with that. All right, I guess, uh, is there anything else we want to comment on Final Fantasy VII before I move on to another Sony topic? Um, go on ahead. One thing I was wanting to get answered, and I, I think they did a pretty good job of answering it, was knowing what No Man's Sky was all about. Like, we had the general concept of it, so, uh a very explorative <laughs> exploration. We just knew it was, an, it was an exploration game that had has a lot of potential uh, because of how big they they showed a, a demo and they kept zooming out, showing all these uh, bright spots, and they were saying like, this, yeah. each bright spot represents the sun, and each there's a you know there's a uh, a planet, uh, a, you know there's planets that surround the sun, and they just kept zooming out. So, anyways, it was. You know, endless. Yeah, the scope of that game is ridiculous. <laughs> it's funny because I showed my brother that because I was, you know, I was like, this this concept is awesome, which he agreed it was awesome. But um, I was like, you know, how do they do? Like, how do they do this? And he was able to look at it and kind of like break down like quickly, like, oh, this is what they have to be doing. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. He was saying that. The way they've got to be doing it is that each point that you go to probably doesn't exist before you go to it. You're you're just clicking, and then it's like acts as if like a seed, like Minecraft does, and so then then populates that as you go into it. So that world mm. probably didn't even exist before you even. Yeah, that's like some Matrix level stuff right there. 
Well, so it's like, just I, be each sector has a static scene assigned to it. But you can visit planets that people have already been to, so I guess it just populates when they go to it, and is already yeah. there, like, when you get there? The, yeah, this is all specula- speculation. Yeah, he, yeah. He, but, yeah, he thinks it's like, so you see the star, you click on it. It didn't exist until you clicked on it, but once you do click on it, then, yeah, then it's then it's permanently there. So, I mean, they, they said, like... I mean, it's, like, always programming? <laughs> Well, the way it works, or the way they were saying, like, so when you go to a world, like, say you chop down a tree or something like that, the person doesn't actually, there's only certain things that basically sounded like data type things, like naming of the world, different, like, choices that you made, those, which is going to be all, like, text stuff, it's like, you go to a world and it's like, you're going to see the name, oh, this person named it Bobo Land, and this person named this fish, just whatever, but the stuff, like, the effects you change the world, other players won't actually get to see that, but they will see the same world. So it's kind of like when you know every time you start up a new Minecraft game, it's just a seed, and there's like yeah. millions of seeds. So it'll just get it'll basically have that seed number, and this is then again, once again, just what we're thinking. It'll have that seed number, have that you know, have that unique look, and then all the changes that you're making in terms of like naming stuff is what the players are gonna are gonna get. That's what it's kind crazy of crazy that this is like a six man team as well. Yeah, that's what blows my mind. But I mean, I really like like what I'm hearing. I I, I do want to see more of what you're going to be doing because it does. It said basically there's like a Pokedex type thing where you're going and you're you know yeah. because there's going to be new like animals and creatures and you're going to name them. That's what I think is going to be cool because you'll probably rarely run into a planet someone else has discovered. But the feeling that you get that like oh man someone else has been here too. That's gonna Tyler be said cool. his goal in life was to find that E three planet. <laughs> I, I bet you that's gonna. I wonder that's gonna be nearly impossible, but that would be so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what platform are we all buying this game on? PS four or PC? I'm getting it on PS four. After what happened with Batman. <laughs> 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 we'll, 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 we'll get, get to, to that, that later. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll it seems like a couch man. game. This is a game I'm gonna sink hours into playing on the couch. <laughs> what else do you guys want to see, like in the game? We know the expiration. They, I mean, they were kind of vague about there's yeah. gonna be I want battles and stuff. Some kind of story. Like, I don't care if it's like a big narrative or something. Even if I'm just like picking up journals or something like that. I think like, it's gonna be, be kind cool of like. That. Like what Journey did, or what Dark Souls kind of does, is where the story is kind of is there, but you have to yeah. kind of make it up in between. I'm cool with that. Dark Souls like had the a story. Is the story has an amazing story. Yeah. Next, week, in those games, Bloodborne like, had a story. The atmosphere is kind of like the story. I feel Bloodborne, an amazing story. Yeah, it yeah. Is. <laughs> I love Bloodborne's story, but. I kind of I don't I I don't think that's gonna happen in uh, this game. I th- I just have that feeling that it's not. I think it might have like a general story of. No, I I don't know that maybe Earth is gone. Always... You're exploring the galaxy. Boom, that's the story. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how it can have like a really like when I say story, I just want something to like something I can read about, like, I don't know, maybe another explorer or whatever. Like, I, I, think, I think there's going to be, like, tons of, tons of little stories, which will be cool. Like, that's kind I of think what it's going to have what, like, Journey, like I said, it's going to have that narrative of going to the center of the universe. You don't have to do it, but it's going to be there for if yeah. you want to. 
Didn't he say something like that? Like, that's where you're trying to get to, is the center of the universe. Yeah, like, it's not something that you have to actually do in the game. You can spend all your time exploring if you want, but there is that one goal, kind of, that you're shooting for, which is the center of the universe. They I apparently say... have no idea what Journey's about. They did say that there's going to be kind of these sentient, like these protectors of the planets. Yeah. So yeah. they are, they do have, I guess, yeah, if you think of it that way, there is like a kind of a story there, which, yeah, like, you know, that sounds cool to me. It would be cool. I mean, you, you couldn't pull this off just because of how everybody is and how the internet is and how the world is. But wouldn't it be cool if, like Rob kind of said, if you would have people's, like, if you could leave, like, journals or journey and stuff like that. If I mean, if you couldn't really do that now because people would just yeah. be like, well, I pooped here, haha. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't really work. I think but, it'd be really cool if you cool took idea. that type of concept and did it to, like, if there's a permanent death in the game, um, then every time that you die, your journal which is whatever you discovered, whatever you wherever you went, is in the journal. It's not stuff that you write, yeah, but it's stuff that, that cool. you visit. But then, and it's on this planet that maybe no one will ever go to. But if someone does go there and picks that up, it's just so rewarding. It feels like, yeah. like say one of the most explored explorers uh, he dies, and then yeah. some person finds that, and it's just this huge encyclopedia of stuff. Oh, man. I wonder that if they will have, like, leaderboards or something, too. Like, who, who who discovered the most fish, like, in this universe or something like that. That could be neat. That would be really cool. I'm um, so looking forward to that game, though. <laughs> me, too. And they said, he said that they would get us a, an announced date soon, which, whatever that means, he could be on Valve time. We don't, we don't know, but... Well, the original release date was twenty six or twenty fifteen, slated for twenty fifteen. So I'm hoping it's still for twenty fifteen. Um, and there's no thing that states otherwise. Yeah, probably gonna be like a holiday thing. I'm That's guessing. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So that's No Man's Sky. Uh, what other, any other Sony things that just popped out, or y'all want to talk about before we move on to something else? Um, nothing else I can really think of that was at the conference. I mean, I'm super excited for Metal Gear Solid Five, but that's like a couple months away. So, Dark Souls Three. Yes. Was that that was at the Xbox conference, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Oh, was it? Yeah, I was surprised. I think a, a good segue into the Xbox yeah. conference would be, well, not only that, but what surprised me, and I bet surprised Sony, was the backwards compatibility oh, yeah. that Xbox announced, which I think is like, was that, that was awesome. I mean, Sony yeah. now, because what is Sony's thing that they're doing, the whole subscription-based uh, Sony PlayStation now? now. Yeah. PlayStation. yeah. It has not been performing those, well. Those the prices are, are way too ridiculous. high. Yeah. Yoshida himself said that uh, I think Sony was definitely surprised. Yoshida called, uh, he said it was interesting news and uh, said the technology involved must be very challenging. And oh, um, what they, like, they talked about a little bit of the tech that, or how they're doing it exactly, like, podcast I was listening to. It's pretty interesting. Like, what they do is they kind of trick the 
um, PlayStation or the not PlayStation, the Xbox One into thinking and the Xbox 360 is like its own game. So that's like an application that you're running. Well, they're running like, a virtual to get that machine, data. right? Uh, like a VM of the Xbox 360 OS. Kind or of, they not? I mean, it's like its own. It's like its own app, kind of like within the Xbox One, which is ridiculous if you think about, because they're basically fitting a system inside a system. That's a virtual machine. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think I also read that so it's going to be downloading that that game. You put the the disc in, and then it downloads that game to your system. And yeah, like, they said you could play off the disc, didn't they? Or do you just put the disc in and you download it? I think you put the disc in, then you download it. I don't know. That if makes you're gonna, sense. I think, think so. And you'll probably have to have that disc in every time to validate it, right? Because if not, people will just. Yeah, I mean, everybody could just share each other's chip collection. I mean, that yeah. would be cool. Yeah, I wonder how it would work. If it if it downloads everything, the only problem I have with every game now requiring an install is to save money. Both Sony and Microsoft the the interface uh, the drive interface in the machines is only SATA two. It didn't use SATA three. You actually have a faster if you uh, use an external hard drive on your Xbox three sixty uh, or your Xbox One you have better data transfer speeds over USB than you do to the hard drive that's in the Xbox One. Hmm. And I also heard, so they're doing like a beta now, they're just a limited list of games that are on it right now. They're going to, I think, I guess, expand the library over time. Right now it's just going to be like the most popular games. Yeah. I think they somewhere said... I read there's 20 in the beta right now that people can uh, try out. They said um, all that the developer needs to do is like opt in, basically, and they can get their game on there. There will be 100 games... Uh, when they launch it is the plan. Yeah. At least 100. That is really neat, though. That makes me kind of want to get a Xbox One. They also said that right now it's going to be kind of an evolving thing as far as the tech... As far as it's... It, it Supposedly the frame rate is a little bit shoddy right now and it's something they're going to be improving over time. Is That's it? what I was reading. Yeah. I had read somewhere that uh, someone was using Mass Effect as an example and that there were actually fewer frame rate drops uh, in Mass Effect running on Xbox One. That's something I just read today, that it was uh, that there were having issues with certain games. So maybe Mass Effect is doing well on it, but maybe some other games are not. I don't know. But they said that they were going to, that's something they were going to, fix over time, but they felt like it was doing well enough, obviously, to you know go into beta now and launch in the fall. I know when they announced it, my first thought was, oh, awesome, I need to go out and buy a copy of Viva Pinata on 360. And then you got the Rare Collection. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then a little bit later they announced the Rare Collection, which comes with Viva Pinata. <laughs> One answer, I think. Have you seen uh, GameStop now is uh, giving their employees those pens that say, ask me about Battletoad? <laughs> oh, awesome. God, are they really? I saw that on the Twitter timeline several times. So it 
Yeah, that um, rare collection looks neat. Speaking more about rare, that new rare game looks pretty awesome. The pirate one. Yeah. So is it going to be like an uh, open world pirate like MMO? That's kind of what, That's it, what it looks, looks like. like. Look I know cool. Tyler's looks excited awesome. for it. I'm excited for it. Do we know how much like you think they'll be like you customize your ship? Like how uh, the trailer look look neat? I'm just wondering like what type of piratey stuff. I yeah I don't know yet. I don't think any of us do, but I, I'm glad that Rare's doing it, like as opposed to some other dev, because I don't feel like Rare would like fill it full of microtransactions. Yeah, I'm not sure. It looks promising. I guess it's a 2016 game, right? Yeah, so we probably. So. Won't hear about it for a while, but Rare Collection though comes out in September, I think. Doesn't dang. It's quick. September or October, I think. I think it's the number one uh number one E three announced game on Amazon right now. Really? Not Fallout? The Rare Collection? Yeah, that's the I did read that. I read that on Reddit actually earlier today that it was the number one was it pre ordered game on Amazon. Uh, but yeah, how how did, yeah, how there's no way that it could be out to Fallout. Maybe they're not counting Fallout as an E three like announcement. Even there, was. They, that must be framed a certain way because there's no yeah. way. <laughs> If you go to Amazon's bestsellers page, uh, so item one and two are PlayStation Store gift cards. Uh, So the first game is Batman uh, Arkham Knight. The next game is Splatoon. And then Fallout 4 Pit-Boy Edition. It must be some... Yeah, top selling game on a it, yeah. midnight of a Tuesday <laughs> while full moon or something. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I did read I did read that on Reddit just today. It might still be on it was like Reddit games. Something about it hitting something. I don't know what it was. Yeah, but. I don't know. If you go to just Xbox One games on Amazon, uh the rare replay is number twenty six. Uh but this is like peripherals too. The Xbox One stereo headset adapter is a better seller than the Rare Replay. But games that are better sellers are The Witcher, Destiny, Batman, Fallout. But of those games, all of them are out except Fallout. Yeah. What else did we get? There was awesome... Oh, we got a car... Like, raised him from the ceiling. That was cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're giving everyone a car. Look under your seats. <laughs> I mean, I understand Forza sells a lot and stuff. Yeah. And I'm tired of seeing it every year at, at their conferences. I mean, I guess it has a market, just like the Amiibo. Yeah. I'm, I, I mean, I like Amiibo, but I don't, I'm not like... 
every time they make an announcement, I'm like super hyped about it. Unless it's like a Ness or Lucas Amiibo, then I admit I am pumped about it. But yeah, it's every time I see four, the Robo Amiibo is freaking adorable. I'm getting the crap out of it. But yeah, the, the Forza stuff. I mean, it's like the I, car games always look really good. It's like best. They're always like the best looking thing. So nothing really. I don't think there's anything a car game could do to really impress me because graphically they're already to me like the best looking things out there, and I'm just not interested. Yeah, in those real time cutscenes and the new uh, Need for Speed. <laughs> Need oh, for dang. Speed. Need for Speed is something I am excited for because yeah. Underground Two. Is was pretty awesome, and this game really looks like it's following that formula. That those real time cutscenes are going to be something, <laughs> especially because they're not getting actors for them; they're getting like people that are like in that trade. <laughs> so it's going to be weird. Like they're getting mechanics and like stuff like that to do. They like, did the that. Game. They've they've done that with the last yeah. few Need for Speeds, I believe. The last yeah, few? I thought it was just like one they did it in. So. Uh, I know they did it for the run. It's a cool concept. I'm sure the game will be really good. Uh, Microsoft also announced their their new Gears game. Yeah, and the good. remaster or or remake, whatever. I thought to go ahead. I was just gonna say that the, the, it looked really cool, and I did like that it was going more scary look. But the thing that was kind of weird, the dude and the the chick, they didn't have the whole. Maybe there's a story reason for it, but they didn't have that really fake superhuman-y type of look. They look just kind of like... They're not all they're voided not, out. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is kind of the... I don't know. It, it was kind of the look of the Gear it's series. Weird, yeah, because... Well, that was how it was in all Cliffy B's games, right? Like, have they moved away from that, maybe? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Because, I, I, I mean, I guess people could say, like, well, they're trying to get more realistic, but... I mean, it's that game's kind of not very many yeah. game characters really look like that, so it's, it's not weird because in that universe that isn't realistic though. Like you used to see yeah. all these other roided out guys. And isn't it because they were part of some like super program to make these like perfect, uh, you know, war fighting soldiers? Yeah, so. so and that's one thing, maybe because Gears 1 through 3 were focused on soldiers, it didn't look like we were... And culture. Don't forget culture. Cult, culture? I have no idea. I didn't, I didn't actually <laughs> play them. Like, oh, man. Uh, but uh, the new one, I didn't get a feeling that we were dealing with this elite group of soldiers. Yeah, maybe it's maybe there is a story reason yeah. for it. Maybe. But it looked everything else looked cool. I just thought it was kind of I don't know. It was odd. The Gears of War Ultimate Edition, the one through three re release, is only going to be forty dollars on PC and Xbox oh, One. Oh, dang, that's awesome! Yeah, that is awesome. August twenty fifth, that comes out. Wait, is that the entire collection, or is that just? A, I think that's just the first game, isn't it? Uh, is it? Oh, I think it's it just Gears might One. Might only yeah. be the first game. Yeah, I think I was reading about that, which is kind well, of that, weird, but for forty bucks, that sucks. forty bucks for 
I mean, it's not terrible, but it's still weird considering. I, I would have thought it's, it's weird considering the PS4 is going to put all of the Uncharted games like in one exactly. collection. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. I, I want I'm... it. Go, Jake. I want it because I haven't played any of them besides the Vita one. So. Oh, the Uncharted one? The Uncharted collection? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's so good. Awesome. I played the first and second one. I've not played the third one. So I'm probably going to get it. Didn't So we didn't get any word on uh, since Uncharted just came up. If we can go back real quick. We didn't get word on Uncharted Remastered, did we? No. During they, E3? I don't think they, they really said a whole lot about it. But there was a leak on PSN a week or two before E3, which confirmed it was on uh, the European PlayStation Store. A listing went up for an Uncharted Remastered trilogy. So it's it's essentially confirmed, but we didn't get any word about it, right? I thought it was confirmed for October. Oh yeah, yeah. You can already like pre-order and stuff. Yeah, it's it's like it was announced everything. I guess Sony just. That is, you would have thought they'd at least like mentioned during the conference, but I guess their conference must have been so yeah, jam-packed. Yeah, they had a lot of stuff. <laughs> they had a lot of stuff in there. They could have like did a little side note before they showed it or after they showed it. I guess they didn't decide to. Yeah, if you go to um, UnchartedTheGame.com, it's got right up there. Maybe they did mention it. They might have mentioned it. I'm, th- I, I'll have to look back at the conference, but they might have mentioned it. But yeah, if you go to Uncharted... Uh, the game.com it's got the yeah. right, right it's there weird because if you google uncharted trilogy ps4 if you try to google it it gives you it tells you to go to the uncharted website and then every other result is speculation about will they if announce this google, are they working on this if you just google uncharted collection it like pulls up but yeah there's a link they to definitely the- are i'm looking at the uncharted website October 9th is the, is the date. I th- oh, nice. I, the end of f- this year is just destroying my wallet. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It sucks. I'm Every probably year. not going to buy that Uncharted collection just because I already have them on PS3 and played them on PS3. Um, yeah. I don't have a need to rebuy this. All right. Well, is there anything else big? I guess Microsoft we got uh, Halo Three, some Halo Three footage, which was cool. Halo Five. five. Halo Five. What? What game am I on? Halo Three. Oh my god. Halo Seven. <laughs> I'm thinking Uncharted Three that I haven't played because I was just looking at it. <laughs> yeah, Halo Five looked cool. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't really played. I mean, no, I'm just kind of going through each game. Yeah, the game looked cool, but I haven't really. Uh, I haven't played the story of any of the Halo since Halo Three, which I know there's only one yeah. since then. I hear was four stories really before three or after three. After this three. is after four. This one's after four. Wait, no, I said ODST was. Oh, after ODST three is right? during three. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Like before and during. And that was the last one I played. Like three and then that one, whatever order they're in. <laughs> Uh, they just ODST. Uh, everyone who bought the Master Chief Collection by a certain date uh, got ODST for free on Xbox One. That's cool. 
Zero remastering. <laughs> it, 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 I booted it up and I was like, man, it is amazing <laughs> how well they nice. captured Nathan Fillion's face with three polygons. <laughs> you see his new model? Oh my god, that's like Nathan Fillion incarnate right oh, there. Oh, from, from Halo 5? Oh, yeah, from 5. It looks pretty awesome. Uh, an indie game that I thought looked, or I believe it's an indie game uh, that I thought looked neat was the Cuphead. The oh man, Cuphead! Oh, that was we great. Awesome. Talk about how excited we are for Cuphead because <laughs> that game looks amazing. I like, you know, obviously, what is that, nineteen twenties or thirties? Yeah, style. that animation style stuff. Yeah, that so old good. style. Steamboy Willie, yes. Like, Steamboy uh, Willie. Steamboat Willy. Yeah. That's what I said. Uh, the Dark Side looks cool. The gameplay, though, it, uh, Octoplay, I mean, it looks like a platformer. <laughs> Just a, it's kind of your standard platformer. But, yeah. But, yeah, it looks cool. If you're into platforming and kind of that unique, you want a yeah. unique look on it. Yeah, I'm going to play the crap out of it, because it just looks so seamless. Like, you can't really tell that you're playing a game or watching a cartoon. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's kind of like, oh, speak, speaking of, it reminds me of how South Park, yeah, you, you don't exactly. know the difference. I was just thinking about that. And they announced the new South Park, which is yeah. really what, what do they call it? The, oh, uh, yes. <laughs> the fracture butthole. butthole. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Such so a great they, title. They're and, going from sci-fi, or not sci-fi, they're going from fantasy high to, fantasy to superhero, right? Yeah. Butters is the bad guy. <laughs> it looks so good. And, and they know they're so in touch with their fans and gamers. Um, <laughs> you know, in, in, in last season of the show, uh, Cartman had a spiel. Was it last season? It was, uh, might have been the season before. Cartman had a spiel about how pre-ordering games was stupid, and uh, <laughs> at the end of the trailer, Butters is like, "Pre-order it now!" And Cartman's like, "Shut up, Butters!" <laughs> uh, but um, dang it, what else was I going to say about that game? Oh, when Matt Stone and Trey Parker went on stage, like they were just classic, freaking hilarious. Yeah. I can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, another game, another indie game that I'm super excited about and didn't know much about um, before this conference, and like everyone was like, how did you not hear about that game, is uh, Firewatch. Freaking super excited about that game. I remember I saw, I don't know where I saw Firewatch at. It might have been at the December spike thing, but um, yeah, it looked, looked cool, so... Yeah, I don't know. There's like about a the seventeen. There's like a seventeen minute like gameplay video up. It's pretty interesting, but it's like all the entire game's like system based, which is cool. Like that, you like find a boombox and you can like throw it in the river, and that could like affect like something. I don't know. It's really neat. Oh, cool. Recore. They showed Recore right yeah, after Halo showed... Five, right? Did they? I thought Halo 5 was the last thing they showed. Uh, no. no. That was the was first it? thing they showed. What am I talking about? Gears was the last thing they showed. 
I didn't know that this, but apparently the developers of that, it's Keiji Inafune's team. I'm probably yeah. saying that wrong. And uh, Armature Studio, which is made up of a whole bunch of Metroid Prime veterans. Yep. So that's awesome. Yeah, I wish we could have seen some gameplay, but they're probably still early in developing it. Did they say 2016 for that game? Yeah. I guess you kind of got like the basis of what's it what it's gonna be kind of like you use that thing to like reprogram your pet or whatever you turn all the red cores to blue what? yeah gotta recore them yeah someone actually I read an interview where someone asked him if his ideas from I have I'm going to butcher his name too, though. And if you know, they asked him if any of his Mega Man Legend 3 ideas would be go into that. And he actually left the door open saying like he'd still like to do Mega Man Legend. He doesn't work for Capcom, so I don't know how that would be possible. Maybe they would contract him or something. But um, anyways, he said that, uh, that essentially that this would be all new ideas, but naturally I think some of those ideas could creep in or something like that. But so I just thought that was an interesting tidbit. Cool. And I like how devs do that. Like, they use things that, like, they've worked on in the past to kind of influence what they're working on now. It's not necessarily, like, stealing from the game, but, like, you developed that game, so why not use stuff that worked in other games with just tiny elements? Yeah. Uh, is there anything else from Microsoft? I mean, there, I'm sure there was a lot more. I think we can else we move want to talk on about? to the clear loser of the big three. PC uh, gaming. <laughs> 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 that, that thing was hard to watch. I, I think I it was so technical. off and on like, I through it. Day 9, and I think he did a really good job, but just the show, like, I don't know, it was kind it was of way too long. And it was yeah. three and a half hours, like, ugh. Too much shoving AMD in there. Hey, look at this! Look at this! Look at this! And yeah. <laughs> you're you're not wowing me at all. Why didn't you invite yeah, Nvidia? And Intel? Yeah. No, it it was very much an AMD uh, conference. Yeah. Um. So I guess yeah, we will move on to Nintendo. Nintendo. Which, I guess, my favorite thing... I'm trying to think what my favorite thing... I, I'm i really looking forward to the new Star Fox, just because uh, the director of that game, it was the same director of Bayonetta 2, which everybody knows how I feel about Bayonetta 2. So my, probably my... That was my favorite how game of last year. How do you feel, Brent? Oh, okay, you're telling us. Yeah. My, that was my favorite game last year, I'd say. Dang. Uh, and, I mean, it, it did really well. Well, I don't know about sales and stuff. I actually never really looked at that. But critically, it did really well. So it was the best best reviewed game of last year of a of a, a game that wasn't a, a remake. Like, you know, Grand Theft Auto V and uh, what's the other game? Last of Us did review better. And then, actually, I think in Smash did. But all the rest were like iOS games and stuff. So it was, was the, the new Zelda last year or was it two years ago? Last year, the new Zelda, the Wii U one, 
Lannister. No, the the we Zelda. Zelda. Oh, you're talking. He's talking about like a game that actually came out. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. A Link Between was... Worlds. The two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, yeah it was okay. before last Zelda marathon. Yeah. But anyways, the the new Star Fox is same. Share the same director, or at least the same. He's going to be leading. He was the director of Bayonetta two, and we got to see a lot of it because of the way Nintendo does the treehouse. Yeah. And I mean, it looks oh, really man. cool. The thing I'm I'm super excited about all the 3ds like support. Like they've got a solid 3ds lineup coming out. Like Yoki, what what's it called? Yokai Watch. Yokai awesome. Watch. It. Yeah, it's like a Pokemon and, um, hybrid type. Your collection yeah, is creatures. And it's then... been like around for like a long time, like in Japan. So yeah, I bet. it's based on like myth- made by their level mythology. Five. Yeah, made by level five. I don't know. That game looks really neat. Level five is awesome. Yeah, yeah I thought they were making another game too, like the miniature fighting robots game or whatever. But that might not be level five. That might be somebody else. But that game still looks cool. But Mario Maker looks freaking amazing. That might have been the best thing they demoed, just because they. Sh- I mean, it was it worked really well at the competition that they had. Like I yeah. felt like they sold that the competition alone kind of sold that game, and then I don't know. It just looks really cool. Uh, apparently, originally they were thinking about like when the idea came up, they were trying to I think create uh, a platform maker like internally to use like for their own development. Yeah. So. I mean, you could see how if you were interested in making like a platforming game, you could essentially get Mario Maker, do kind of your own testing with your own levels there, and then <laughs> maybe they were like tired of people just complaining about a new new Super Mario Brothers Wii U coming out each year, so they're like, screw it, you can make your own freaking game each year. Can't I mean? Can they make a new new Mario game anymore now? Because you could essentially yeah, like it's weird. I don't know unless they change the system again. That's why I'm excited for Mario Maker, because uh, I'm (laughs) hoping that it kills the new Super Mario Brothers games. (laughs) Well, like, you could, I mean... You could just make the game in that game. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They're going to have people, you know they're going to have people just uh, dedicating their time for remaking each level. You can share them with your friends and stuff like that, which is super cool. So people will have, like, packs, like... Hey, these are the new Super Mario Brothers one levels. These are the Mario Brothers three. Yeah, I think that's so awesome. It was saying it was. I don't know if it was you, JD, but it was, someone was talking about they wanted to know if they can make like worlds inside the game, which would be awesome. Like you can yeah, make your own. Like okay, you can make your own Super Mario Brothers world. That would be super awesome. Yeah, that would be really cool. If, it, if anything, if it's just like a folder system or something. I, I, if, I, yeah, I hope at least a folder system. I doubt a world. I mean, if they did that, that would be huge. Just because, like, then you could really, really oh, capture man. the games. But if you did a folder system, that would be cool because then you could have a way of organizing the levels from each game. I mean, most people are going to create their own stuff, but yeah. I was I, uh, listening to. Oh, go ahead, man. Oh no, I was just going to say I really, I was. The release date September 11th. I was really hoping it was going to make it by the time our marathon. Oh yeah. yeah, dang it, yeah. Um, I was going to say there's, was an, I think it was a giant bomb podcast or maybe one of their live streams last week where they were talking about maybe this would like get interest in like a Zelda dungeon maker or like a Metroid game maker. Like this could like branch off into its own series, kind of like, or you could just make levels for like your favorite Nintendo games. 
Yeah, that would be... I would really love a Zelda one. That would be yeah. so cool. Like, if it, it was just even Zelda 1, like, just make your own dungeon, that would be freaking awesome. Yeah, I think it would have to be all... Definitely, you know, the top-down ones, the 3D one, that would be... Yeah. But yeah, yeah, the top-down Zelda series, that would be so cool. They would be able to do Zelda 1, Link... Or, like... Link to the past, Link Between Worlds. Exactly. Yeah, and, that's how you can switch and just do all the top-down ones. That would be and, so cool. Uh, Link's Awakening and then the uh, two seasons games. So you'd have a pretty, I mean, you'd have a big collection of uh, palettes and looks yeah, and stuff. Yeah, four of those. Oh, but yeah. You obviously wouldn't be able to make like a OOT like dungeon or something like that. That would be ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Fire Emblem. It's it's so surprising oh, yeah. for Nintendo for years. Kind of. At least over here in, in the West, they didn't fire them. They we really didn't get to see too much about it. But now that they're really like banking yeah. on fire emblem, they I mean, released got... Awakening, and everyone was like, "This game is amazing!" And now they're coming out with like all of them. It's funny that it has the title Awakening because that's like that was yeah, the Awakening was for us. Our and, Awakening to fire emblem, and now we're getting the. I still don't know for sure. I haven't done too much research. I know in Japan, theirs is going to be split into two different copies, and yeah. I assume that's ours is going to be two. It, it is. It's going to be... It's kind of cool how they're doing it, actually. Like, one copy... Okay, apparently he plays, like, this prince who um, was, like, I guess, born into this family. You thought he was born into this family. I'm not going to get too technical into it. But, uh, like, you find out that you're not actually, like, related to the king. So you can either go to, like, one game, you go and fight with, like, your actual family, who's kind of like the rebels trying to, like, change the kingdom. And in the other game, you stay with your, like, king, like, adopted family and, like, try to change the kingdom from within. That's really cool. And the stories would yeah. be completely different on each side. So it's not... Yeah. It's not to the... to the. It's not like a Pokemon Red and Blue where it's just different Pokemon. It's different stories. You know, yeah, hop- you're interacting with different characters and all of that. Yeah, uh, and then right after that, they announced the Fire Emblem Persona like crossover. Yeah, it, I don't know how I feel I, about that game exactly. I want to play the Persona series. Um, I want to get a PlayStation uh, TV just so I can play because I want to get a Vita, but the TV so cheap. It's like it keeps going on sale for like forty, fifty bucks over here. Yeah, forty. I bought one recently. I only had to pay fifteen because I had a twenty-five dollar Best Buy gift card. Yeah, see, so I want to get one just to play Persona. So I'm really interested in Persona series because everybody says it's so great. So now it's going to be a Fire Emblem Persona crossover. And the, it looked really weird, but, I mean, I'm glad now that we're getting some of those games that probably would never have a chance to come out here. Usually those usually those crossovers titles don't ever come over here. Even though Phoenix Wright and the Professor Layton crossover did eventually get here, right? Sure, yeah. I, I have no idea. Usually in the past, those type of things don't happen, but it's it's happening. Um, of course, we haven't even we didn't bring up the Zelda. Um, what's it TV called? Show? Yeah. Yeah, Zelda uh, TV show, yeah. No, the Zelda. What is it? Trip the Triforce Warriors. I think is what it's yeah. called. Yeah, the game looks Triforce neat. Heroes. So it's it's I'm guessing three players if it's tri if they're going yeah. for the or is it four player? 
No, it's three. Three player? Okay. I mean, it would make sense. Triforce. They said they, like, experimented with three for, like, the totem effects, but they said, like, three was... They experimented with four, but three, like, worked better. Yeah. I I really like Four Swords, so this, I imagine, is also going to be fun. I mean, it's just solving puzzles with your friends and stuff. I liked Four Swords, too, but, like, Four Swords, like, seemed like there was, like... A ton of griefing, and it seems like you can't really do that as much in this game because you share like a health meter. You can, but yeah, you you end up just hurting yourself. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the cool thing with this one is it's gonna have online play as well. Yeah, yeah. They pretty much they had to get the online play. I would for it to be, you know, successful. But really glad it. And you have those different like. Costumes or whatever too to like add a gameplay value. Yeah, instead of just you know being a different color link now, you can customize yourself, which is really cool. And then there was yeah. another Zelda announcement, which got leaked. It would have been more exciting had we not known beforehand. But Hyrule Warriors is going to be making yeah. it to the 3DS, and I really want to. I still have yet to play the. Everybody recommends me. You know, I need to play Hyrule Warriors. I have not done it yet. Now I think I might actually hold off until we get to 3DS one, just because I've held off for this long. Um, it looks really cool. I mean, it interests it it interests me. I, I do like beat 'em ups and things like that, so it'll probably be something that's right up my alley. I I was really surprised though; it's not a new new 3DS exclusive. Like as good as it lo- graphically looks, I was really surprised that it's actually going to be compatible with the regular 3DS as well. Yeah, I was glad to hear that because I don't have a new 3DS and. Don't know if I'm gonna get one at this point. Um, man. Oh, the new uh, midnight. Yeah, you're being really quiet over there, bosses. <laughs> eh, I'm just waiting, <laughs> wait, wait for you guys to get done. Uh, um, <laughs> new the new Metroid game. Like I know a lot of people talk crap about it, but it looks like it could be fun. Yeah, uh, Reggie did an interview uh, with Kotaku, and uh, they brought up the what do you call it? Federation the, Force. No, well, yeah, they they brought up the petition against the game and stuff, oh, and uh, Reggie was very uh, specifically said, "We know." That people want a new Samus game. Yeah. Trust me, we know. So yeah, it, they it's know. kind of annoying that people think that this is gonna like take the place of another Metroid game. Like that's not what it's designed to do. I think at this point the fear is that we won't see one on Wii U. And I I don't think we will. I don't yeah. think yeah, we will either. Going to. Even, I, think, uh, I hope that they have one ready for the launch of NX. I hope that's what they're working on, yeah. They need a so- they need something solid when that launches, because I feel like it's one of the many things that screwed them on the Wii U. Yeah. They even talked about that. I don't know if it was Reggie or Iwata or Yamoto, but I'm pretty sure that they talked about that, uh, the launch lineups. Yeah. Yeah, Reggie's brought up a couple times that he feels like 
Well, he always, every time he does an interview, he always says it's you know, just the same software moves hardware, which is the truth. And he always cites that that as being what was wrong with both the 3DS, which the 3DS now obviously is doing amazing, but it took a while. And then the Wii U, Wii U did do a lot better this year, though, which... Oh, it, it was we, Reggie, because he was doing that same exact spiel, except it was uh, how he was happy with the Wii U because of the last couple of years, the 2013 leading into 2014, and then 2014 through 15. The, um, I mean, the Wii U is outselling the PS4 in Japan right now. It's definitely outselling Xbox One. A hundred Xbox Ones sold last week. Good grief. A hundred last week. One hundred across Japan. And probably all of them, most of those are probably foreigners living in Japan. Yeah. That's what they were saying, like people on base or something, because a hundred, that's kind of hard to believe. Jeez, I guess. That's crazy. Yeah, huh. but, uh, oh, the uh, the cheeky cheeky Robo game looks freaking fun. What platformer? Yeah, 3DS. It's got a cool looking amiibo too. Oh yeah, yeah, amiibo looks awesome. The thing I thought. Speaking of amiibo, they showed off the new two two of the new Animal Crossing games. I thought the Animal Crossing Homemaker thing was going to be a free to play game. I thought that too. <laughs> Really? I didn't think so. What well, it, mm. it is going to be full price. That now the yeah. the the party Mario game, party game is whatever. going to be free yeah. to play, right? It's free to play, but it requires four four members. Well, one per player. So if you have three okay. players, that video. Okay, Sony did this last year, and Nintendo did it this year. They have to be more self-aware when you. Debuting a new, if you're going to do a spinoff, you need to make sure that the first thing that they're showing makes it so it's a, a spinoff. Like when Sony did the whole, the guy can't went up there. I can't remember the the developer's name. He went up there and he was like, uh, fans have been wanting this for a while, and and then the Square Enix thing pops up and everybody's like, oh my god, and it turned out just to be a port of Final Fantasy. This is last year. Yeah. People were so pissed. Well, Nintendo did that this year. I mean, obviously the botch isn't as big because it's not Final Fantasy VII, but it was Animal Crossing. When the Wii U, yeah. you, know, you could tell it was a Wii U sprite, walks on the screen, you're thinking, it's new Wii U Animal Crossing, but then it turns out to be a freaking spin-off board game. That really doesn't get... A, it's not a good start for that game because it's like already a disappointment. Yeah. Like, and I don't, I don't even know if E3 is the best place to announce a game like that. <laughs> Like it's bad to say, but like I feel like that game would get better press if not as much was expected of it. <laughs> yeah, it needs to be like just something mentioned in a direct or something. I, I don't know. Yeah, I was watching it the, on the treehouse, and it looks really fun. Yeah, it looks fun. I just yeah. wish like if you're gonna open up with it, I think instead of having uh, I forgot which character it was walk out, they should have immediately like panned out. It, it'd be a board game there. And so you don't have the expectation of this is a new Animal Crossing game. You have the, oh, what is this Animal Crossing board game? I don't know. It just had me, uh, for the first 15 seconds, I was like, oh, this is the new Animal Crossing Wii U game. No, it's a freaking spinoff board game. <laughs> yeah. It does look fun, but... Yeah. Um, 
there was something, it was another, oh, the big thing we have to mention is uh, Earthbound Beginnings, which is actually right now number one seller on their, their charts, and I think number two nice. in Japan, it just beat out Splatoon, which Splatoon has apparently already sold over a million copies, which i got to be honest, like, when I saw it last year, I had, I wasn't, I was like, eh, it looks neat. Now, I, the more that's been out and the amount of hype it's been keeping, I really do want to kind of play it, and it, I, Sold a million copies really quickly, so good for good for Nintendo, I guess. Um, it's got I mean, now people always want them to put out new franchises and stuff. This will probably make them. I mean, their fans spoke with their wallets, so now Nintendo might be willing to to make more franchises. Maybe get more than a franchise a year, a new franchise a year from 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 them seeing the results. But uh, yeah. oh yeah, back to Earthbound Beginnings. Earthbound's on the Virtual Console. Now we got Earthbound, uh, or Mother 1 and Mother, Mother 2. two yeah. Still no Mother Still 3. Three. Reggie, Bring they talked over. about that in the uh, Kotaku interview with Reggie, too. It sounds like, yeah, I read that. Uh, I watched, I think it was a GameSpot, like, video, GameSpot guy interviewed him. It was a video. It was like 10 minutes long or something. Maybe it was longer. No, it might have been like 17 minutes long. I can't remember, but uh, he... It sounds, to me, at least this is what I got from, because they asked him, like, because they said that they teased Mother 3 last year, and he just said, trust, he's like, trust me, I know, I'm aware that Mother fans want Mother 3, so I think it's just a matter of time before we get, we get Mother 3. That's my, what I took from it. I think we'll get it. Yep. And they said that he was... Uh, they said obviously sales for uh, Earthbound were impressive uh, enough for them to want to bring the first one over here. So yeah, I think we'll get yeah. three. Could just get Starbound.net to do the translation. Starbound.net. Oh, Star, yeah, Starman. <laughs> you played too much Starbound, man. I did. There's a new trailer out for the Terraria 1.3 update. Just throwing that out there for you guys. Random. I, man. I saw that trailer. 12 million copies of that game have been sold. Well, that's crazy to think about. I'm glad that they're still updating that game, but I just I want Starbound to be more like Terraria. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, that's all I can think about uh, from Nintendo Baltus. Did you want from to hear the big ones? On? Give mine. Uh, Nintendo <laughs> for me was very disappointing. It was only disappointing because yes, they have a huge three. Their 3DS lineup is beyond solid, which is yeah. awesome. Their Wii U lineup, though, see, uh, Nintendo doesn't need to push. 3ds right now like i mean it's already solid they they are selling those things like crazy wii u is a completely different story wii u is what they need yeah. a solid lineup for and they went as far as to mention the nx which if they're mentioning nx this year and saying they'll talk about it next year then it almost seems like a safe assumption that we will see an nx release in 2017 so i think maybe 
Yeah, I think we'll get it announced maybe next year at E3, but yeah, I think 2017, maybe like late 2017, I, like I holiday. I hope we don't see it till 2017. Now, the Wii uh, U yeah, was unveiled we'll and announced um, and released within the same year. They unveiled it at around E3, and then it was out in November. Uh, so yeah. I'm hoping we don't see that with the NX. I'm hoping... What, JD? I bet we hear more about it at the end of the fiscal year, is what I'm thinking. And then they'll, like, fully unveil it at E3, you think, next yeah. year? I'm hoping that it doesn't hmm. release next year. Um, if they release in 2017, it'll only be one year sooner than... Uh, then the Wii U cycle will only be one year less than the Wii cycle was. Yeah. Um, and as far as focusing on the 3DS like titles, that's where their install base is. So I think yeah. it was pretty smart like on their end. But I can see what you're saying about like not trying to push Wii U units because I'm like I'm right there on the edge of getting like a Wii U. And exactly. Mario Maker, like, almost got me on that, almost tipped me over. Like, Mario Maker looks so cool, and I want to play it. But I don't want to buy a Wii U and just play it for, like, a year, year and a half, and then the new system come out. Like, I'm just in right the, there, so close. There was Especially something that you said. Really yeah. There was something exactly. you said, Rob, uh, when we were talking before about uh, you had said that Nintendo yeah. doesn't really need to compete. And and I do get what you're saying, but if you look at the Wii U, the Wii U has done well among Nintendo fans. But when you look at uh, Nintendo's investors, they're not looking to only cater to Nintendo's yeah. fans. We think... did really great because Grandma bought one, Mom bought one, every everybody <laughs> yeah. bought a darn Wii. It was more like I don't I don't want to say it was more like position to the casual like, gamers because I hate like the casual gamer title but like it kind of like it fit more audiences than just like yes. the person that's already going to buy that system um, the Wii, yeah, the Wii. The Wii. Yeah. And, it was a, and it was a reasonably priced system yeah. too and I think I really wish that they would just do a like, price drop on the Wii U I think that would help a lot, it helped a ton with the 3DS but with oh, that God, tech, I don't know if they can like afford to do that, which kind of sucks. I think if I were to make personal predictions, it's probably too early to make predictions about NX, but if I made predictions or said what I think would be smart, we would see a backwards compatible system, but one that does not include the gamepad, so it's optional. Yeah. If, you, if you want to play Wii U games, yeah. you can That's furnish right. your own gamepad. And I think... Yeah. It'd be smart if they make something much, 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 and much more powerful. My only issue with that is you got to have the tech in there that's going to like be responsive with the gamepad. And I don't know like how much more that's going to drive up production of the system. So I don't know. There's just so many things you have to take into account. I think imagine how much better just one game how much better of a year yeah. we'd be thinking of Wii U. Like so we got Mario Maker. Everybody's out this yeah. Year. <laughs> We would have Mario Maker, which I think everybody—it's got a lot of positive vibe around that. Star Fox, I think generally people think it looks pretty cool, and then we'd have Zelda. We'd have Zelda, Star Yoshi, Fox, and Mario and Yoshi, yeah, Yoshi all in one year. But now, because of that the delay, which I, I mean, I don't blame Nintendo because you, you don't yeah. want to—you don't want to—if they feel like they need more need exactly. more time, that's what they should like, do. 
I'm okay with them taking their time um, to make sure that it works. And we haven't yep. got a super buggy Zelda game yet, so take your yeah, time. There was that one Batman. issue with. <laughs> oh yeah, we still we'll we'll say, still have to talk about Batman in a moment. I expect this to be the um, buggiest of the Zeldas, just because of the. I mean, and I'm the not open world that, concept. Yeah, because of it yeah. being open world, I expect that. Um, Bug did, day did see, all over the place. It's, it's gonna be, like be the Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be Bethesda's Zelda game. Yeah, <laughs> Nintendo did say that they had a lot of awesome footage that they could have shown a Zelda, but if they were smart, I wish they would have like shown something like get people excited about it, even if it's coming out in 2016. Yeah, which scares me because they said like, yeah, we have a lot, we had a lot of stuff, a lot of awesome stuff, but we really wanted this E3 to be about stuff that was coming out soon. Yeah. But then again, they did show stuff that was 2016, so it makes me think, when in 2016 are we getting this? Like holiday. I mean, that's. Oh God, I hope not. I mean, I I would be fine with that. It's just. I mean, it's easy to say releases with Zelda. Like with you guys, it's different though to to say like I would be fine with that because you guys already already have a Wii U. Like if uh, if it's gonna come out in 2016, like holiday, I'm probably not gonna play that game. Like maybe ever if it's not if the new system isn't backwards compatible. Majora's Mask released in April of 2007. Other yeah. than that, Wind Waker was December, Twilight Princess was December, tw- um, Skyward Sword was November, um, A Link Between Worlds was November, A Link to the Past was November. They love their uh, fall and winter releases. Yeah. When I was saying that, I didn't think that the Wii U had to compete or Nintendo had to compete. It's just, I think that they're so different that, like, they... Yeah. It's kind of they kind of can't compete, and like we or PlayStation and Xbox, like they can't compete with Nintendo either. Like it's just it's just so weird that the spot that they're in. But now imagine I mean, like, if though, you, imagine if the Nintendo system had the power that all the third party devs for. Imagine if you had all of that first party support and wonderful Nintendo magic, um, and then everybody else wanted to make games on it and you also had your call of duties on it yeah the, but the they haven't had that, that they haven't had that kind of third-party support since since like, the n64 pretty much yeah. although you know what i knew people that played the crap out of call of duty world at war on wii and let me tell you what i don't know how because the controls were horrible <laughs> like they're playing yeah. online matches <laughs> on the wii and it was so terrible well, the Wii, the Wii had some cool, like, third-party, like, stuff like Mad World and, like, Raven Rabbids. Like, stuff like that that you can yeah. only kind of, like, do on that system. The Wii U started out strong. You had Black Ops yeah. 2, and uh, Robbie and I uh, had Black Ops 2 Zombie and played U. the crap out of it. <laughs> Zombie U was a great game. Uh, that, that was Ubisoft made that. Strong, but it no. strong third-party support is what you mean, right? Um... Uh, you had Assassin's Creed 4 release. Yeah, Wait, Black was it Flag 4? Was on there, wasn't it? Wait, or no, was it 3? Was it 3? 3. Okay, <laughs> well, you had Assassin's Creed 3 released on it, so I, they were capable of these things. There was a port of Arkham City uh, for Wii U. Uh, it didn't run well. It didn't? Oh. A like, co-worker of mine was just telling me that he preferred it on Wii U. Uh because the the gamepad functionality was awesome. 
Hmm. Like at this point, like for Nintendo, I either want them to go like, like fully support like third party, like you're saying, like make a system that people want to develop for, or just make it a Nintendo game machine, and I'll just play my Nintendo games on it, and I will be happy with that. Full backwards compatibility with yeah. the entire library of Nintendo <laughs> yeah, games. Be cool with that. <laughs> Plug my NES cartridges in. <laughs> yes. Okay, maybe not that far, but I I think. And I think their their investors want to see something that uh, other um, other devs are willing to program for. And I also, I mean, you figure we're still kind of in a recession. You know, people are still, you know, a lot of families still have to choose between systems. Yeah. And when all of your kids' friends have an Xbox, you know, the kid's going to want to play those games um so uh, people don't necessarily yeah. have the ability to buy multiple systems so you need to yeah. really sell and I think people that's part part my fault is i don't really it's hard for me to look at it that way because i don't really have like a family to like support but i definitely see what you're oh, saying oh i don't either my dogs <laughs> aren't playing any video games but i i remember growing up it, it, um you know, yeah, we never exactly. had more than one system. I mean, yeah. all we had were Nintendo systems. We skipped the Super Nintendo and went to the Nintendo 64. And I remember getting the 64. That was the greatest holiday ever. I bought a PlayStation 1 off of a kid at school um, during my senior year of high school. 2003, I finally got a PlayStation 1. The PS2 was already out, for crying out loud. <laughs> I still don't have a PS2. Oh my goodness, JD! PS2 was a good system. It was it was a fantastic, fantastic system. So yeah, um, I mean, is there anything else I want to speak about on Nintendo before we wrap it up with what we're playing so. right now? There we was a couple things that like I wanted this to... forever. <laughs> There's a couple games that we didn't talk about um, that I missed. Um, which were the Bioware games, uh, Mass Effect. <gasps> How did we miss Mass Effect? I think we just skipped EA. Like, oh, altogether. yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. It, we can you, run you through EA and Ubisoft <laughs> real quick. But, yeah, I was super damn excited and about Fallout 4. anything about Mass Effect. I think we talked uh, about Fallout a lot last time, didn't we? No, I don't think we really... Oh, that was we our prediction. Have, like, the announcement, yeah. Oh. TLDR, we loved it. Yeah, we we <laughs> we could talk. We've gone an hour and a half already. We could talk another hour <laughs> yeah. about Fallout Four. We are super and, excited about it. Me and Ashley, got to give Ashley her credit. Called it being out this year. I think right. a few other people did too. I called November, so they they got oh, me there nice. with. Uh, <laughs> wait, no, I called October. Sorry, you called October. Okay. Yeah, it's it's coming out in November. I don't know what I'm going to do, guys. That game's going to come out. Bree's going to be in Disney. Oh, man. She's going to come home. The man, house is going to be a wreck. That whole crafting-like system, like, I think took everyone by surprise. I agree with uh, Tyler said. He's curious about what the incentive is for that, and I, I'm with him on that. I'm very curious to learn what the incentive, the in-game drive behind the craft is. has to be an incentive for that. Like, I think it's just kind of like a side thing. You can yeah, there doesn't have to be. 
but I'm very curious to find out if there is one. Maybe it's just like looting the raiders that like come up to your base. Maybe they have like good stuff or something. Because they Still. said that they're gonna attack like your base. No, it's gonna be like single player rust. <laughs> yes. Tunnel snakes rule. <laughs> It'll never <laughs> rust. That Mass Effect, though. Yeah. I wish we just saw gameplay, but... They're making it with the Frostbite engine, so that's promising. So that's what Battlefront 3 is running on, right? Cool. And the Battlefield games uh, run on that, too. Bioware allegedly is making a Star Wars game also using that engine. Allegedly. 1313? Maybe? <laughs> I thought 1313 no. was Battlefront. Cancelled? No, 1313 was, was like that one like bounty hunter game that they talked about like, oh, yeah. last year at E3 that got cancelled. Yeah, it got cancelled. Yeah, it looked awesome what they showed, so it's, that was disappointing, but oh well. Speaking of Star Wars... The Old Republic. Yeah. So the, what is it called? Fallen Empire? More story-driven expansion to the Old Republic? That seemed true. It looked awesome. And I think if they're going to do an expansion, it should definitely be really focused on story. Because that's what that, that was my favorite part of when I played Old Republic. Yeah. I mean, they of all the press releases and stuff, they're really hammering home the fact that it's yeah going to be like kind of a single player. Uh, Which if is you weird want to be a Well, it's a, it's. I guess you just have to buy the expansion because you don't pay a sub anymore. So no, you do. You do? I thought it was free to play now. It is. JD can... pays a sub. You can still no. pay for a sub. It does have its benefits, um, and for the people that are currently sub to the game. All throughout the summer, they're going to have stuff that only subs get. And then when the expansion comes out, uh, the expansion is free for subs. That's cool. Like, that's weird to me, though, like, subbing to a game that's, like, I mostly play for the story. I guess other people play it for, like, dungeons and stuff like that. But Yeah. I play it for the story myself. But, yeah. Hmm. It does. Yes. I tried playing it without the subscription, and while it was still the same game, it did have its some restrictions. Yeah, I just felt like being subbed was the best option. How much is it to sub that game? Uh, fifteen. Jeez, just make it. I feel like it should be ten. <laughs> yeah, I hope they like come down with their subscription only type stuff. I think it would help them a lot, but. I enjoyed what I played, but I'll probably come yeah. back to the expansion at least to go through the story. I mean, it'll be free to go through the story part, so. Yeah. Do you want to talk any about Heavenly Sword, Walters? Heaven's Word? Uh, Heaven's Sword. Heaven's Word? Heavenly Sword wasn't interesting. Heavenly Sword. Heavenly Sword. Heavenly Sword. Yeah, I'm sitting here thinking Heavenly Sword. Crap, I don't know what that is. It's a uh, PS3 launch title. Oh, uh, speaking of swords, that what was that game Ubisoft had, which looked like the chivalry knockoff? 
Is that oh, Ubisoft? Yeah. For Honor. <laughs> For Honor. I don't know about the game. Eh, it looks like it, chivalry. It I'll cool, just play chivalry. Yeah, it does look like chivalry. Uh, Heaven's Word. Yeah, the new Final Fantasy XIV expansion is awesome. Uh, like I, I, cool. They added ten more levels. They added a lot of new areas, and the areas are massive compared to the areas that were in the game before. These areas are just huge. Um, there's nice. a, a new client, DirectX 11 client, which runs a million times better than it did on the DirectX 9 client. It looks better. It's performing a lot better. Um, three new classes the that they added. $40. Hmm, it's not too bad. Do you get a month like free with it or anything, or no? That's a good darn question. I have no idea. Usually probably don't. I don't think WoW doesn't do that. So. Um, probably not. Yeah, they added three new jobs, a new race, flying mounts, raised level cap, new raids, new dungeons, new areas, so much new junk. It's it's ridiculous. Cool. Like It sounds like if you're going to release an expansion, then that's the way to do it. They did well. Um... Early access started Friday, and the game, the expansion, officially launched today. Um, cool. I'd say the early access had was kind of rocky just because of overloaded servers. They had extra servers on hand, but they didn't put them into effect until today. So now today, there's no login issues, but all weekend it was kind of eh. Batman. Launch today. We could finally get to Batman. Batman. <laughs> uh, I. Are you enjoying your Batman experience so far, Baltus? Um, I would say uh, <laughs> the game looks like it's going to be great once they patch a few issues uh, with the PC version because I ha- I got it on PC. Um, there. Oh, wait, is... it's having some issues on PC. <laughs> yes, it is. Wait, are we doing a skit? Uh, I don't know my lines. Uh, so, uh, yeah, like I feel bad for Rocksteady because uh, yeah, me too. Huge push against them right now. Uh, it's, I mean, it's partially their fault, but like they're under so much pressure to get the game out. But then again, like finish the freaking game before you release it. They I don't know. well, they they locked it at thirty frames per second, but it's not. Uh, for some reason, the game in certain sequences it switches to 60 frames per second, and it, it swaps back and forth. Um, you can unlock the frame rate, excuse me, or raise the limit uh, through INI file tweaks. Um, some people who have done that, their game starts crashing, and when they revalidate files, it deletes the entire game and re-downloads the whole Dang. thing, which is like 30 gigabytes. So that's an issue. There is a huge, huge problem with frame rate drops. I went back and I tried it with SLI turned off, and you know I have an i7 and a GTX 980. Um, so the game is running great at 60 frames per second, and then all of a sudden, for no pa- apparent reason, the game will kind of pause, you know, like Batman's arm is stuck in the air and I'm waiting one or two seconds for everything to start moving again. 
Um, the yeah. Batmobile sequences are awesome, but there is a lot more uh, frame rate. There's a lot more lagging uh, when you're in the Batmobile. And a 30 frame rate lock, uh, a 30 FPS lock, isn't a big deal to me, unless depending on the type of game. And um, I can especially in a game where you're driving, like in GTA V, um, I could see a big difference between 30 and 60 frames per second when driving at high speeds down the highway. So the same goes for uh, Batman when you're in the Batmobile and the world is flying by you. It's very noticeable whether you're at 30 frames compared to 60. So it's it's disappointing that they didn't have that as an option. It's an easy fix. But whether you fix it or not, there is something going on there which causes the game to stutter yeah. a lot. I'm, I'm excited to play it. Like I love all of the Arkham games. I know Britt does too. So yeah. The story really so far to, seems it, it, very it. interesting. Like I'm excited yeah. to play more of it. It's one of those games, though, that like, you can kind of like take your time. Like like You don't have to get it. It's not one of those games that's like... At least for me, like not much. Not much. Uh, yeah. Not much. We'll have to Should go we just... back. Hey guys, we're back. <laughs> yeah, we're, <laughs> we're back. Uh, we, I don't think we, we talked about just just eight minutes. Yeah, we just do our goodbye. I think yeah. we talked about Destiny, and then Baltus was talking about the Twitter stuff, and then SoundCloud. Yeah. So. they probably missed Rob's Witcher. Oh, Rob yeah, really loves Witcher. Witcher. Britt really it. loves Kingdom Hearts. I think that Batman will be great and Final Fantasy yeah. is great uh, and that's probably the last eight minutes that everyone missed. Yeah, that's basically it. That's a, a TLDR. Yeah, TLDR. Cool. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed this Dang podcast. It. Sorry, was awesome. No, it's fine. We, yeah, we it's fine. It's it was a long podcast anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, well, All right. see ya. See ya, Later. Wisconsin. <laughs>